All right, good evening, everyone. It is Monday, July 24th, 2023. It's the MBOB Daily Podcast. I am your host, as always, Adam Martin, joined by my co-host here, the birthday boy, Big Marcel. Marcel, man, happy birthday, dude. We're both 34 now, Marcel, and we both have the same haircut. This guy copied me, by the way. I, I'm the one who shaved it first. He copied me, but uh, join the ball gang at 34, Marcel. Happy birthday, man. How you doing? Thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah, I'm doing well, man. Yeah, man, I, I think your haircut is so sexy. I was like, I got to have it as well, you know? So um, I'm doing well, man. Looking forward to uh, talk to you as always about uh, about MMA, about UFC. And uh, yeah, I mean, good birthday. It was fun. Had family over, uh, family now at home because it's like it's like a mid, midway day at work. Uh, how do you say that? A work weekday, you know? So most people have to be up and early in the morning again. So uh yeah, most people were gone early, but uh, yeah, understandable, of course. And uh, I didn't want to keep doing it in the weekend because I always have a lot of work in the weekends, you know. And uh, so I was like, yeah, just do it on my birthday on a Monday. And uh, yeah, it was fun. It's always fun when my family comes over, really fun family. So uh, yeah, it was good. Absolutely, dude. So I'm glad we're uh, we're doing it today because mm-hmm. um, we weren't sure if we we're going to do it, but we are. So I've got some comments here. Gwen, you got a happy birthday there. You can read the thank comments you. yourself, Marcel. Yeah, thank you, guys. Got a lot of guys, Joe. Joe, happy birthday, man. I had no idea it was your birthday, dude. Happy birthday, buddy. Hope you had a good one, too, man. Old man Joe, 44 years old. There you go. 10 years older than us, Joe. Or than me, I should say. Actually, no, 10 years older than Marcel. I'll be 35 next month, so. Or, yeah. Don't don't call me old, Marcus. Don't call me old, because I got to give you some bad tips to bad. Marcus is like, Marcus, how old are you guys? I can't remember. You're like 40. You're like 45, too, aren't you, Marcus, with that? You're about the same age, Joe. Anyways, we're going to recap UFC London. Then we'll do the preview for UFC uh, 291, which I'm looking forward to, man, because that card's awesome. I like it as well. Absolutely. So I think we'll uh, we'll get into it now, Marcel. Start with the uh, the main event, work our way down. Oh, Marcus is 47. Marcus, you're looking good for your age, man. All right. Um, so first off, I mean, we knew this was going to be a fucking crazy fucking card, right, Marcel, didn't we? And yeah. I said, like, either one of us is going to have a good night and one of us is going to have a horrible night, or it's just going to be in between. And it ended up being in between. That's always pretty much. <laughs> Somehow, we had 10 different picks last week, guys. 10 different picks, which had never happened. It was a first. We both ended up at 8 and 7. Yeah. <laughs> so it was basically a 500 night. Like, for me, like, I was pretty good at picking my spots. Lost on the can, obviously. But I was pretty p- good at picking the other spots. And it was an okay night for me otherwise. Because, I, you know, some of the leans I had were dogs that didn't end up winning. But they weren't, like, strong leans. Um, it is what it is. It was a kind of a weird card, you know. Like, it was kind of a strange card. You did have quite a few upsets uh, on the card, but uh, not a ton to be called. Oh, I did call a really big one. We're going to talk about in a second here. But uh, I say we start uh, – we've got a crazy pop in the chat, too. Let's start off in the, the main event, Marcel. We'll work our way down, as we always do, my friend. And we'll start off here with Tom Aspinall knocking out Marcin Tabura. I mean, really, Marcel, this fight was kind of a, just an obvious matchup, right? Like, it was one of the most obvious fights the UFC's booked in a while. They weren't going to give – Tom fight was gonna lose on home soil after that injury. They gave him a I know Piper has a lot of good wins, guys. I get that. A lot of top 15 wins. I get that. But like we saw what happens when every time he stepped up to fight a really good guy, he almost always loses. Um, and that happened again here. He gets knocked out in a minute, 13 seconds. The fight was pretty clear cut and yeah, no surprise. Any thoughts, Marcel, on the fight? So yeah, the funny thing is like Tom told our commentator before the fight. That he was going to throw a high kick and try to knock him out in the first 10 seconds. And he threw that high kick and it wobbled Tabura all the way. Then it really came through. Um, 
Yeah, man, I, I still think like uh, a huge chip fell off, his, off Tom's shoulder, you know, because you saw his reaction after the fight. He was really like looking at how do I look when I come back after that injury, you know? And we both knew and we both picked Tom to win this fight with pretty easy, let's be honest. We both mm -hmm. thought that there was like, a, 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 what do you say, that a home, home, home in the ball in the park. I don't know exactly what's in there. Uh, Brian, so, I guess. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, I mean, he looked good, man, from the start. And the the, the really uh, great thing what he did is like he doesn't throw like just to throw hard punches, but he really looks. And he threw that last one down the middle where there was the opening and he knocked Tagura down and he finished him. I picked him with submission first round. Uh, he went with TKO first round. I mean, good win for, for Tom Aspinall, you know. And after that, uh, he said, I'm going to Paris. Uh, I'm going to go cage side, and I will fight the winner of uh, Cyril Gann against Sergei Spivak. And after that, I'm going to fight John Jones. Well, I tell you right now, dude, he might... He maybe he doesn't even need one more win because I think Jones and, and Miosi fighting in New York. I think Jones wins the fight. He retires. I think Miosi retires, and I think in 2024 uh, Aspinall fights Pavlovich for the uh, vacant light uh, of a heavyweight title. So yeah, yeah, that's what I think is going to happen. I mean, I agree with you. I'm just going to jump in. I completely agree. That's what I think happens too. I'm a little surprised he called the winner gone in in Spivak. He already beat Spivak, so it doesn't make a lot of sense. He's respectful dude, you know. I get it, but why not call up Pavlovich? Like that's the fight True. to call out. It nah. just—it was kind of a weird call. I didn't really agree with it. That's what Marcus is saying there. Oh, good backup. Actually, he's not wrong. I think maybe the last one. Actually, I would imagine they asked Pavlovich, right? Didn't he—he—he he, he was the backup at the last one. I would think he's. I think Pavlovich is the backup. Yeah, I would yeah. think. Yeah, because yeah. definitely because Pavlovich has that win over Blades and Aspinall. Yeah, it's technically it, it's not a loss. It's officially a loss. I don't see it as a loss, but a technically fight, yeah. Pavlovich has the win over Blades, you know. So Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's a couple of comments here talking about Tabura. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I mean, there wasn't a lot up there, but I'm just saying it was an obvious fight. It wasn't a hard fight to break down. Like we last I think we spent like 30 seconds on that fight. You know what I mean? There's, there's yeah. other fights that are tough to break down. I understand, like not all the big favorites win, but this one was so obvious to me, Marcel. Like the speed you know, advantage, right? Like, there was such a huge speed advantage. You know what I like so much on Tom, man? Tom is like, is like a super humble guy outside the cage, you know? Yeah, uh, he's a cool dude. So yeah, super hardworking, respectful to his opponent before the fight, after the fight, uh, comes to throw down, finishes the fight, and is respectful to everybody, you know? And I like that a lot. I know a lot of fans love the trash talk, love the, the, the heel kind of thing and that kind of stuff. I really like these guys who just like, Working hard, a lot of talent, talent and hard work, being kind outside the ring and inside the ring, and just working hard and getting the getting the job done. You know, I love that. I think a lot of people like Tom Aspinall because of that. You know, he's he's becoming. I, I put out a tweet like ninety nine percent of the people love Tom Aspinall, and I, yeah, obviously two two or three people are like, yeah, I'm not a fan of this. Yeah, you're at the one percent. You know, <laughs> but. Most people like him because he's just mm -hmm. a normal, hardworking dude. And who doesn't like a dude who, who works hard, uh, finishes fights, succeed? You know, everybody awesome. does pretty much. Yeah, I saw awesome. somebody saying I think he has the most finishes in the UFC since 2020. Is that? Is, okay. I think I saw that stat. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's possible. It, it might just be to have you eat, but either way, it's it's a good stat to have. Uh, you got a boy Sergio, uh, or sorry, here. Um, you got another uh, happy birthday. Thank you. Yeah, man. dude, uh, Molly wasn't uh, the right pick, obviously. Um, how did Philly would not get fight today? It was a good fight, but I, I honestly think that Robertson Parsons was a little bit more exciting, but they were both good fights. 
I personally think Oscar Pavlovich good fight deserves you a belt. It probably will be. I, I, I'm with Marcel. The winner of Jones and Stipe, both fighters probably never fight again. That's the, really the last fight they have, I think. You know what it is? It's, it's a waste to do Pavlovich against Aspinall, not for a belt, because imagine imagine they do this fight on the same card as Miocic against Jones. You know, imagine they yeah. do that, you know? And they fight, for example, like the opener of the main card, you know, and one of the two guys wins. And then Jones Miocic fight the main event, Jones wins, and both guys retire. Then you have a waste of a fight, because that could have been a title fight, you know? And then you might have to do... Yeah, then it's maybe possible to do Aspinall again, if Gan wins against Spivak, because that's not sure. I think Gan Spivak is way much closer than Tibor yeah. Aspinall. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, that's how I see it. You know? Fair enough. We also had uh, <laughs> joined the, the shaved head gang. Yeah, absolutely. So much yeah, easier. Yeah, bro, not, not, not only my head. But no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's just my head. <laughs> Did you, uh, you do it yourself or? Yeah, man, always, always. You probably shouldn't get your I, assistant to do it. <laughs> I, I got, I got, yeah, I got to say, like, the, at the back, that you part. Left a, you left the little thing? Yeah, I, I let somebody else do that, you know, but it's not like, uh, but but here, above here and there, I do it myself. But, man. You, you, you need more experience, man. Trust me. Like, I, I used to get, you know, someone else to do the, the neck and the in the back of the head, but I do it myself now, man. You got to, like, use different angles in the mirror Brother, and get your arm back there. Why is this hole deeper than this one? It's fucking annoying. You know what I mean? You're a fucking alien, dude. That's why. Yeah, it's, it's just like a fucking... This means you're pulled, getting old. This is this is wisdom here, boys. Yeah, it's, it's like yeah. Well, you have a little bit more, so you have more wisdom. Oh, right? I know. It's also it's also a lot of stress. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, okay, so I think we're good with the main event, right? Let's talk about the Comey event. Great pick. Got to give you a lot of credit here. I mean, I I honestly thought this was an easy setup fight for Molly, <laughs> kind of like the main event, but Molly has one of the worst ground games in the UFC. I mean, she's so bad in the ground, obviously. Uh, Good pick. Good pick, man. I, I really didn't trust Lily Ranko, but I will give you credit because you talked about, like, you're like, dude, she looks good in her pictures, and she looked good in the scale. She looks good in this weight class. Like, I wasn't even convinced she'd make the weight. She looked great at this weight. Obviously, she huh, got a nutritionist, yeah. and strength and conditioning was on point. Um, the fight was very uncompetitive, obviously. I think she should have got the bonus. I think the UFC was pissed that she won. They didn't give her a bonus, which is kind of sad, don't you think? Give me your thoughts on the fight, man. Nice pick, by the way, again. 100% this happened, you know? The UFC saw Molly fight in Blanchfield, you know, and she got destroyed, let's be honest. And I have nothing against Molly. Let's say that first. I have nothing against Molly. And the UFC is like, we're going to put her on the London card in July. Who do we have? And uh, then Dana asked Mick, who do we have? Uh, we have these girls. Uh, we have actually a girl who is one and five from Bantamweight. We also go come down to Flyweight. And Dana asked, who is that? Yeah, Julia Stoyarenko. Fucking do it. You know, put her against Molly. Let's do it, you know. And after that, we cut her, you know, and Molly has a win and she can go back on track again. Let's fucking do it. Without even thinking about the strength that Julia actually has, the only strength pretty much what Julia has is her is her physics and is her armbar, her jiu-jitsu, you know. And that's those are the weaknesses of Molly pretty much, definitely the jiu-jitsu, you know. So they match her up. The moment I saw Julia on the way, on, on the scale, on Friday, I knew Molly was fucked, you know, because Julia looked looked healthy, good, clean, 
nothing wrong with her, you know, and she was much bigger than Molly. She looked the weight class above her, you know. And Molly's now dropping to 115, by the way, mm -hmm. but she looked much bigger than Molly. Coming into the cage, I think the striking was pretty pretty even. I think even Stoyarenko hit her even more than McCann hit her. And when it came to the ground, it was it was game over, dude. It was it was within 20, 30 seconds it was done, you know. So uh, I think the UFC made a huge mistake by this booking. You know, I think they look too much on records and not on uh, styles make fights, you know. And uh, for Julia, I'm happy for her. She probably saved her, her job here with the UFC. But yeah. yeah I feel like the UFC was like really sad about it because they didn't give her 50k. I think she deserved it. And you saw also like I don't know if you saw the the replay of it. You saw uh, Mick Maynard with Dean Thomas cage side at the moment, and you saw Mick Maynard looking like fuck. You know what? No, I didn't here. see that actually. That's interesting. Yeah, it, it wasn't. It wasn't really. But you saw like in his face was a little bit. He didn't show it, but you saw a little bit in his face like. Mm, fuck, we did. It, we, is we Mick the matchmaker for that division, or is it Sean? I think I think Mick is the matchmaker for the women. You know. Okay, fair enough. That's what, yeah. that's why the women's fights are always like booked quicker because Mick works quicker than Sean. What I'm hearing, you know. I, so, I've heard I've heard good things too. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm happy for Julia. You know, what does it say for Julia and Molly? For Molly, it, yeah, I mean, I think the UFC should stop. Hyping up somebody who and, and there's no not no hit at Molly be, before I get heckled by people, they should stop trying to hype a fighter up who is never going to be at the top of the game, you know. And Molly, she, I know she is she is at some places in England. She's very popular and not everywhere because I heard a lot of fans as well. They are not really fan of Molly or whatever, but. You got to give her, you, you don't have to put her at a co-main event, you know what I mean? I mean, main event, co-main event should be for fighters who are actually making a run to the top or either are top fighters, in my opinion. Also on fight nights. So I do the prospect, you know, I have no problem on a fight night. Right. And people will say that we're worse main events or co-main events. Listen, if it's a short notice main event, co-main event, I'm not going to say anything about it. But that was a planned main event, co-main event, a planned co-main event. And you can never justify putting a co-main event with a local favorite against a one of five opponent in the UFC, and that one of five opponent wins against a local favorite. You can never justify doing that. Oh man, yeah. No, I, I mean, like, I, you know, I like McCann. The fight was wrong with this one. Yeah. Pick. Let's get some comments here. Joe also cuts this here. Oh, you got another birthday uh, wish here? Can uh, UFC resign Justin Wells or Sakai? No, th those guys are not UFC caliber. <laughs> Her gang is terrible. How many fights? Age hey, dude. How many fights does Molly have left? Well, she just announced. I was going to mention this. She just announced she's dropping to one fifteen. Mm -hmm. So, I write her post. She's taking absolutely no accountability for the loss. She's just like, oh, it's because of the size difference. It's like, mm, I don't know. Like, you don't have a ground game at all. She's never had a ground game. She has a purple belt. How does she have a purple belt, dude? She looked like a fish out of water uh, on the ground. Both the last two fights. Like, remember the Blanchfield fight. That Blanchfield fight really never made sense to me. Um, it was like the UFC threw to the lambs, like I don't, or yeah, the lambs in the slaughter. But why though? Like they built her up with those crazy knockouts, right? And then they they're like, all right, we're gonna fight the, the division's best prospect, who's amazing did, did, on the ground. Like it never made sense, right? It didn't make sense to you. It didn't make sense to me. But did they maybe really think that Molly had a chance against Blanchfield? In my opinion, never. When that fight got booked, and you said the same to me, uh, we were in the, we were in James's Discord chat. I remember we were talking to each other about it. We're like, "What the fuck, dude? You know what? What are they thinking here? You know?" And yeah, we were right. You know, I think everybody could call that. And also, everybody's like huge upset. It was a huge upset for people in England. I had pretty much the idea. I mean, you also 
Yeah, listen, you put Molly McCann, but you also knew that if Julia could get it to the ground in the first round, as she got it in her jiu-jitsu game, that she would be able to finish Molly. You know, you the, it was not like you didn't think it couldn't happen. You know what I mean? So, and it happens, you know. And for Molly, listen, man, nothing against Molly again, because I, I sound like a giant Molly hater, which I'm not, but I just don't like fake hype, you know. I really don't like it. I think fighters should be hyped. To, listen. The Tom Aspinall hype is legit, you know. I, I love it because he is really good. He's a big talent, you know. But Molly, Molly is like not even top 15 caliber, in my opinion, you know. And outside, she can make it competitive with some girls outside who doesn't have a, a certain specialty, like a, a good ground game. She got beat by Blanchfield on the ground. She got beat by Stolia Rank on the ground. In her debut, she got destroyed by Robertson on the ground. I remember Jillian Robertson. Yeah. So... I mean, there are certain girls like Hannah Goldie. She can hang with her for sure. Luana Carolina, much of a striker. She can hang with her. Those are Belbica. She beat her as well. She can hang. But also with, uh, what is her name? Laura Procopio. Yeah, I she think. beat her and then they yeah. cut her. And it was also with the ground game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So she has a, she has a huge uh, weakness in her game. And when she fights somebody who has it as a strength, she's in trouble, you know? And the UFC... If you want to put somebody in a co-main event spot to highlight her, make sure if you match her up with the right with, with the right opposition, you know what I mean? And don't look at the record because, yeah, they probably did look at the record. And it was like, and I honestly think that the UFC was thinking as well, fuck, she comes from 135 to 125. She fainted already on the scale at 135. She's going to look horrible at 125. And when she fights Molly in the cage, she's probably not going to do well. You know what I mean? But it was completely the opposite. When I saw on the on the scale, I was super confident she was going to win that fight. You know. Give me one sec, Marcel. I have to come back. Let me let me just set up the next fight here, guys. So we had uh, Nathaniel Wood defeating Andre Philly by decision. Give me one sec. I'll be right back, Marcel. Start talking about be right back. One sure thing. So yeah, Nathaniel Wood against Andre Philly. I think it was an amazing fight, man. It was back and forth. Um, yeah, I feel like, listen, man, Wood, three three wins in a row at featherweight after a, a loss of bantamweight against Casey Kenny um, back then. A good win for him, you know. I think it was a close fight. Could have gone either way, in my opinion. Uh, I think I scored, let me think, I think I scored a first round for Wood, second round Philly, third round. I scored originally for Philly, but then I watched it back and I scored it for Wood. So, um, yeah, close fight, fun one. Uh, could have been fight of the night, in my opinion. Um, I think either that one of Parsons Roberts would do. Uh, yeah, great fight, man. Um, and good for Wood to win in front of his home country. And uh, maybe we can uh, see that the Lerone Murphy fight, which is uh, still bubbling somewhere, we can see that one. So, uh, yeah, good one. And uh, looking forward to it, man. I mean, it was a great fight and it could have been fight of the night, but uh, yeah, wasn't fight of the night, but uh, at least a good, a good showing for both guys, I think. Um, yeah, pretty much. That's uh, what I had to say about it. So, Sorry, guys. My dog no, uh, got scared because there's like a lightning storm outside. No problem, dude. Poor little dog. <laughs> All right. Um, Wood sorry. Philly. I just talked about. Oh, okay, yeah, of course. That's where we were. Um, Philly's on on uh, Instagram crying about this decision. Are you fucking kidding me? You obviously lost, dude. You lost. I tell you, an easy Adam, fight to score. He lost two to one. I scored. A, I scored or originally. I scored a two and three for him, but then I looked back Come and I scored. On. I scored one and three for Wood. Bro, so he, I look. There's no way. Come on. Yeah, I, I looked it back, but you got to got to remember, I'm working at the same time, so I'm doing a lot of 
things in between. So I wasn't paying too much close attention at that one. But I looked it back. Yeah, clear 29, 28 for yeah. Wood. Um, yeah. I mean, it was competitive, but he won the fight. It wasn't, yeah. you know, it was close but clear, as I like to say. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 it was a good fight. Like, could it have won fighting that I could have? But I, I, you know, I think that the first two rounds were the best two rounds of the card, but the third round was bad. You know, Feely, it's Feely's fault. He did nothing. He did nothing. People that had a Feely ticket, that must suck because you had a guy that. That second round with those knees, that the knees from the clinch were absolutely brutal, and I thought Wood was done. So good for Wood. I think at one thirty-five he's done. He's done there at one thirty-five, but at one forty-five he's able to take a little bit more, more punishment, right? Um, want to see that Murphy fight? Yeah, why not? They were supposed to fight in, in uh, two eighty-six, right? Earlier March, this year. Yeah. I think it makes yeah. sense. They both won in the card. Just really quick, Marcel, before we uh, move on. Yeah. Just comments, guys. I apologize for. Uh, Um, let's go through these comments. Uh, where did I? Okay, here we go. <clears throat> I think Julia's best friends with Regi. Yeah, she's they're good friends for sure. The placement put uh, a lot of pressure on Molly. It's true. What were the odds of still rank one armor? I'm not sure. I mean, submission was like plus five hundred. I want to say something like that. I mean, that was your way to win too. Marcus says you regret something. I mean, come on, Marcus. Like <laughs> you know, you're not going to bet win every underdog pick. If you were so confident, you would have bet on her. Man, it wasn't like it was Pantoja where you put you know ten large on or whatever it was. <laughs> Actually, it's funny because that Molly said she goes to 115 because I think two hours earlier I sent you a clip of uh, Tabata Ricci where she had that, uh, where she was uh, like uh, using that uh, flying, what was it, flying triangle. I was like, now you have Molly's next fight just for fun. And now <laughs> Molly goes to 115 so they actually can make that fight, but it's not going to happen, guys. I was just kidding to Adam while we talk about it. So uh, yeah. no worries. A uh, couple other comments. Adam, next year you say Paul Craig, right? Is that right? I'll, I'll, I'll do it better when, when we get to his fight next. Actually, funny thing is like um, uh, the Eurosport, Discovery Plus, and TNT Sports are, are with each other. So uh, the guy from TNT Sports was interviewing Paul. He's like, Paul Craig, welcome here. And then Paul is like, yeah, man, Craig. I like how you pronounce that name, Paul Craig. He loved <laughs> it. Like, I mean, he'd love me if I interviewed him because I, I work on it. Yeah. Pado saying Maynard's the women's max weaker. Yeah. Um, yes. Paul, how was your birthday? Yeah, I'm great. Paul. Thank Very you, Paul. man, for asking. Great birthday, man. Always fun. That's what Rich does. Yeah. Sorry yeah. to cut you off. But Connor, no, the blueprint. Now he's gone. They need to recreate him, I guess. Yeah. Do you think Molly's loss makes Aaron's win over her not that good anymore? I would say so, but because we saw her destroy on draws, it, it doesn't matter. You know, we know how good she is now. So. Yeah. Molly's managed by boy, yeah. he's awful. Just say yes. Listen, man. The thing is, like, you, it's the same with uh, what's this guy's name now? Uh, Josh Hartwick, the Cage Warriors champion, who has to fight Abdul Karim Al Salwadi at the main event of week two of the Contender Series uh, to get in the UFC. He probably gets a 10 and 10 contract. And it's true, you know? It's kind of true because. Like when you saw when Paddy came in the UFC, he had like a ten and ten contract when he came. Um, yeah, it's 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 difficult, you know. You're pretty much like you're like the how do you say that the the owner of Cage Warriors or the boss, and you're also the manager of certain fighters, you know. So absolutely, um, absolutely. sorry about that. Yeah, I need me to keep it on the screen so long. Yeah, Graham Boylan, he's married to former UFC. What's her name? Edith Labelle, the former ring, ring card girl. Yeah, Canadian yeah. girl. We're going to bet against the hype. Yeah, I know what you're saying, but I mean, I don't even know if there was hype. I just thought Julia was not good. Molly looked worse on TV than Kate shot. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Molly's, hey, West Coast, yeah. 
Listen, yeah, man. she didn't look good. Look at you guys, fresh haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I'm, I'm, listen, I'm not going to blame anybody picking Molly because we didn't know how Julia would look, you know, at the moment we picked here. You know, when we picked last week, we didn't know how Julia would look on the scale. And it was a big, big uh, question mark how, how she would look on the scale, you know. She looked good, you know. Uh, it even I got even more confidence in my pick there. And I think... Yeah, she, she looked good, but we'll see, man, next, who she fights, if she still looks good, you know, at 125. Because this was like, this was just like Styles make fights. And this was a perfect style matchup for Julia, if you look back yeah, at yeah. it. So, yeah. Absolutely. All right, let's get to my boy here, Paul Craig. That's the second <laughs> TKO win over Andre Muniz. Called that shit, man. Really proud of that pick because, uh, you know, most people nice. picked Muniz there. And it was nice to get a big dog. Again, Paul Craig just, you know, don't sleep on him, like I tweeted, right? Like, don't sleep on this guy. Like, he's he's got a ton of good wins now, man. Look at the wins he has. Muniz, top 15. Uh, Krylov's top five, I think. Hill is champ, former champ. Um, Kennedy's top 15, if I'm not mistaken, or close to it. And then Ankalaev is a former champ. Like, the guy is a solid fighter. And then beat Shogun, too. At the end of his career, but still, you know, a legend. Paul Craig is is the man, you know? I, I thought he looked great in the scale. I saw some comments. People say, oh, man, he looks horrible. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, listen, I watch every weigh-in, guys. I know when a guy looks bad. Last week, half um, Basil Hafez looked horrible, Right. He almost won the fight, but he looked horrible on the scale. And then he actually talked about it last week. He was like, this was the worst weight cut in my life. I, I did everything I couldn't make weight. I felt sick. Paul Craig, was he didn't look bad at all. He looked great. This is his weight class. You know, I don't know how many years he can fight here, but a couple of years. He can make a run right now. This is a big win. I also feel like it does make someone ask about Brendan Allen's, um, Brendan Allen's uh, win. It doesn't look as good. Um, I kind of agree. I think Brendan kind of has fucked himself by not taking that fight main event against Roman Delize, who has an opponent now with Derek Brunson. Like, I don't think the UFC was happy he turned that fight down, Marcel. I'll tell you that right now. They don't, you know, you know for a fact, they don't like when the fighters turn fights down, right? We both know that. Um, we'll see what they do with, with Brendan. Maybe they could do Paul Craig and Brendan Allen. That would be a, that'd be a good fight too, to be honest with you. I think it'd be good. Um, but I think Paul Craig, this is a big win for him, Marcel. It's huge. Look at bonuses the guy has too in his career. It's insane, right? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight bonuses. It's insane. Anytime he wins, he gets a bonus, basically. Um, the only time he didn't get a bonus for a win was when he when he knocked out Shogun, <laughs> which is funny. But the guy is the guy's underrated, man. I'm telling you right now, guys, he is super underrated. Everyone just disrespects his game so much. I thought he looked really good in this fight. I mean, the first round obviously didn't go his way, but Muniz again is a front runner, right? He's a guy that gets tired. Remember, I was on Muniz all those fights, guys. You all, you guys have been listening to podcasts for years. I was on in all those fights. Hall, Anders, Jacare. I picked them against them all. But after seeing him lose to Allen, I was like, I saw a huge like weakness in this guy's game. And I feel like Muniz kind of lacks that heart a little bit too. You know, a little bit. He's a bit of a front runner. I will say this though, that face-off they had before the fight, like where they both went nose to nose, Marcel. Fucking amazing. I wish we saw that more. It reminded me of like Mirko Krokop or like you know Vanderlei Silva or something from like Pride, right? I loved it. Um, Marcel, I, I thought Craig looked outstanding, you know, after that first round, obviously. And I'm curious to see what's next for. I mean, someone's mentioning Bo Nickel. I know he talked about that fight, it'd be interesting, but I I don't know. I mean, they could do that fight, but I, I feel like Craig should be fighting someone ranked. You know, I think he should fight a guy in the top 15. I I he just beat um a guy that was ranked number 14, number, uh, just looking at the guys who are booked, number 11 right there, Brendan Allen, number 10, Jack Hermanson. Those are the two guys that are That's not fight. booked. Jack Hermanson. That's that would be a fight. great fight. I think it's a great fight. Jack's a good fighter too. So I think you, those guys make sense. But yeah, Craig looked outstanding. Craig, excuse me. <laughs> he looked outstanding. Um, 
All right, next fight here. For, uh, this fight was pretty bad. Can I talk about it as well? Oh, I'm sorry, Marcel. I, my, my apologies. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, guys. I got off track here when I when I went off for the last fight. Go no ahead, problem. Marcel. Uh, okay, yeah, man. I, I mean, no problem. Um, yeah, man. I I feel like listen, uh, guys from Eurosport were with uh, with uh, at the fighters, and Craig had a tough weight cut, dude. He had a tough weight cut, but you didn't see it in the cage. You know, he he really carried it good, I think, and. Um, I'm happy for him, man. He's he's a good dude, you know. He, he he's also a guy who who's really hard on himself all the time, you know. And honestly, this is his best win in the UFC, in my opinion. And that sounds weird because he has wins over Jamal Hill, he has wins over Magomed Ankalaev, he has wins over Shogun. This is his best win, you know. He um, first round was kind of competitive. I think Muniz kind of edged that round. Definitely, he got the takedown like 40, 40 seconds before the end. Kind of pretty much sealed it for him there. Um, second round, man, Craig dragged him to the ground, and he didn't let him go anymore. You know, really good performance by Paul Craig. And, um, yeah, looking forward to his next round. I, I would put him against uh, Jack Hermanson. Uh, he actually talked after the fight with uh, Stefan Struve on camera. Stefan Struve did the, like, the backstage interview for us. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, he is like, uh, yeah, I, I, I like Bo Nickel, like you said, but he's also like, I want to fight Sean Strickland down the line. You know, he's Ooh, like, Craig? yeah, he's Ooh. like Sean Strickland. I like his character. He's a fun guy. I like his style. I think we match up great. I want to fight him down the line. You know, so I think, listen, maybe down, down the line, that's a fun matchup. Now Sean Strickland is probably going to fight Israel Adesanya yeah. in September. So it's not like it's going to be quick there. Or it's gonna be yeah. quick there. But you never know. Listen, man, if Paul Craig fights Jack Hermanson and he might win that fight as yeah. Sean loses to Israel, that, that's a close fight to come together, you know? so I, I have an idea. Possibly. Why don't just do him, do another event in Scotland? It's, I think they have did one before, right? Yeah, yeah. But do it again. Against late, I think. That was it, right? Bring, do it again. Put him and Chris Duncan on the card. Maybe sign some other guys. Let him headline the card. Let him headline against Hermanson or Allen. I think that yeah. makes sense. Would you be okay with that? Yeah, for sure, man. I think it makes sense. I agree with Marcus too. He uh, definitely knows how to sell fight. The the Braveheart face paint. I've always loved that. I actually, <laughs> I went back and watched the Jamal Hill weigh in from two sixty three. Fucking amazing. I actually watched it. Dana's like, and that's you know, like huge security guard guys. They're like, no, 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 and they're like, guys, guys, we're good, we're good. And they did the nose to nose thing. I fucking love it. I love yeah, it. Just like the he said, they're out stare down. Amazing. Yeah, go the ahead. The thing is, you have got to have these guys who want to do that little bit extra, you know, but don't go too crazy because you have some of these guys, if that happens, they, they have Ooh, to Jeremy touch each Stevens? other. <laughs> yeah, exactly, you know, and that's not what you want. But with Paul Craig, he does it. It's kind of like he tries to taunt you, but he's respectful. He he won't yeah. put his hands on you, you know what no, I no, mean? No. So, I, I thought the stare down was incredible, though. Like, yeah. it got me really pumped. I was already pumped for the fight, you know, especially because I had the dog there, but it was awesome. By the way, um, Glennis right. yeah. This was another awesome. uh, card in the yeah. Ponzi video. Uh, really quick on this fight. This fight was this fight sucked. I told you why the fuck was this car fight in the main card? <laughs> yeah, man, dude. Favors DM wins. I picked him to win. He was actually one of the better values in the card. I would say like he was like minus one seventy favor or something. He won. I thought he won the first and third round. I had the second for Jai. Again, I put it on Twitter. I'm like, this was a pretty close fight, guys. It, it could have went either way. I could have seen Harbert winning because he had all that control time. Again, damage should trump control, but sometimes the judges don't see it that way. This is the truth. Just because it says in the robot doesn't mean it actually goes that way sometimes with these judges. I thought DM won the fight too. What do you think? Well, Jai did everything in that fight that he didn't have to do, you know? Um, a horrible fight to watch. Horrible fight. You know, I, I actually said in Dutch uh, in, my, uh, in my recap on the Eurosport website, it's not a fight in two years you want to look back at with something nice to eat and on a rainy night. You know, that's one you're going to skip. 
it was horrible. Let's be honest. It, it, it didn't belong on the main card. You know, I didn't know. It wasn't on the main card at first. I put it on the main card. They chased it with two other fights, you know. This fight and the fight with, let me think, uh, Murphy Koulibau, those two weren't on the main card originally. And Barbarina Muradov and Catlin Vieira against Pianzat were originally on the main card. But, I mean, you could have known from the beginning. This is like pretty much like the same Oh, these two two fight, and it was horrible. Let's talk about another fight. Fight sucked. <laughs> uh, Leron Murphy defeats Josh Kubal. I mean, I don't think this was the most exciting fight either, but I think Murphy's a good fighter, undefeated again. I think looking back, he was one, maybe the best value in the card at minus one forty. Like that's a fight to unload on. I know, I know, you picked Kubal on Marcelo, but I, I like Murphy a lot. I still like him. I think this is one of his better fights. The last fight wasn't good against Santos, but we know Santos is a really good fighter, the best zero two fighter in the UFC, right? Um. Murphy looked improved. His wrestling looked a lot better. He yeah. was the guy wrestling. He also dropped Kulabao with that uh, like liver kick, which was funny because the commentators were like, it didn't even look like anything hit him. And then you could clearly see it was to the liver. Like, come on, guys. Anyways, yeah, he looked good. He won every round. Dude, Murphy was really on point. He was really good. And uh, I got to listen, man. I picked Kulabao based on his last couple of performances. He looked really good. And I thought Murphy didn't look good in his last performance. Um, but he did this time, you know. He looked really good. Was uh, the I think the first round was still very competitive, but after that, completely dominant by Mer Lerone Murphy. Man, uh, great win for him. Uh, happy for him. He's a good dude. Overcame a lot of adversity in his life. I think he got shot three times. Uh, I think he still has some uh, some uh, some parts of a bullet and a stung. So. Um, He's, he's a talented guy. I like to see him against a rank guy. Give him uh, give him either a Wood who isn't ranked, but give him Wood. I'll give him Alex Caceres, Bruce Leroy, you know. Give him somebody in the rankings, close to the rankings. Let's see how he does. He was actually supposed to fight Nate Landwehr, I remember, last year. Uh, that, that fight didn't happen. But the thing is, can Lerone fight in the U.S. right now? Because he never fought in the U.S. before. He was lined up to fight Landwehr in the U.S., but he hasn't fought in the U.S. before. So I'm wondering if there's something there. Maybe not. Maybe I'm tripping. But, um, yeah, I want to see Lerone fighting an, uh, a guy in the top 15. Fuck, do Woods or do uh, Alex Caceres. Both perfect, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Um, opening up the main card. We're supposed to be in the prelims, but it got moved to the main card because of time, which you talked about, too. You're like, how the fuck are they going to do nine fights in three hours, right? Crazy. They should have started at 1130, but I guess yeah. it's kind of early for the people there, I guess. Anyways, um. Daniel Marcos wins the split decision over Davy Grant. I didn't agree with the decision. I had Davy Grant winning. I think it was the first and third round. Uh, uh, Davy Grant outstruck him in all the rounds according to the stats. Here's the thing, okay? So I've had Davy Grant. You guys know I picked Davy Grant. I think Marcel did too. You, know, you guys know I love fucking love Davy yeah, Grant. Me too. Okay? So I'll just say that. And I had the same scorecard as Anders Olsen, which was first and third. Second was close too. Don't get me wrong. But, like, you know, he did cause a lot of damage. That cut is damaging. And, like, Davy's face was marked up pretty bad. I get visual damage isn't, like, the only type of damage. But, like, I think that round you give to him. My problem is the first round giving it to, to Marcos. I, he just didn't do enough in that round. Davy Grant did more. He landed more volume. And in a, in a round where not much happened, you know, the guy that lands a bit more volume should probably win it. That being said, Marcel, I don't think this fight was a robbery. You know, like a lot of people are crying robbery. They're really angry about it. I don't think so. I think it was super close, guys, personally. I did think Davy Grant won the fight. I scored for him. It's crazy. I actually went on Twitter and was like, I think Grant won the fight. I just think it's not Robbie. It was pretty close. And this guy went after me saying, you don't know how to score fights, dude. I'm like, dude, I fucking scored it for Grant. Like, I'm not the judge sitting cage side, dude. I'm just some guy in his computer tweeting about the fights, okay? And I still scored it for Grant. I'm just saying I could see why 
they scored for the other guy because not a lot was done that first round, but I still think a good trained judge would have scored it for Grant. But I can still see that it was competitive and it wasn't obvious. It was 16 to 13 in strikes. 16 to 13. Okay. All stand up. There was no grappling at all. I don't agree with it. Like I said, I thought Grant won it, but I, you know, and I had Grant take it. I'm just saying I've I've seen way worse decisions personally. I'm not trying to formalize bad decisions, you guys. You know I fucking hate these judges. They're the worst people ever. They screw so many people. They screwed over Davey Grant. Really, they really did. You know, he should have got that victory speech in front of his crowd. But it is what it is, man. I just think it was a little bit too close for comfort, personally. I'd like to hear your thoughts on this fight, Marcel. These people get so upset when you give give your opinion about something, man. That's so weird. Like, yeah, I scored it like... for Grant, and they yeah, still but... got angry at me, which doesn't make sense. It's like, yeah, no. man. Get angry at the judges, not at us. You know what I mean? We yeah. have zero influence. We are just one voice, you know, and that's it. You know, we just give our thoughts. Um, exactly. Yeah, I think I think Grant won the fight as well. You know, in my opinion, um, most of the robbery uh, now probably I don't think it was a really robbery, but I listen, listen, man. There are there are fights where are robberies and there are fights where the wrong guy won, and I think here the wrong guy won. You know. Um, it sucks for Grant, you know. You think like in a close in a close fight or a, probably a close fight, normally it goes to the home guy, you know. At this time, it goes to the guy who is not from England, uh, who actually this time Grant deserved the fight. Um, great fight! I thought it was a fun fight to watch. Uh, the funny thing is actually, uh, my colleagues told me when they get went home to the hotel, uh, Grant was in the metro. Or how do you say that? The metro, you say that, you guys, right? And the uh, London metro. So he didn't metro, came the metro. Yeah, the yeah. metro. Okay, metro. The subway, they, right? The subway. Yeah, the subway. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. was in the subway. So he didn't came with with expensive car or whatever. He came with the fucking subway with his friends. We went back home. So they were like, what the fuck? We have like a fighter who, come, who goes with the subway back home. That's crazy, you know? So, uh, yeah, man, it, it sucked for Grant, you know, finally in front of his home crowd and then losing a split decision. But, um, yeah, I mean, didn't lose a lot of stock to me, in my opinion. I agree. I'm looking at the comments, guys, and, and you know, it's kind of a mix. Some people are saying no no robbery, and some are saying it was. I, I get it. I get it. Again, I had a ticket on him, so it sucked. Um, Glenn says the most of the fans scored for Grant. Yeah, I mean, he should have won the fight, guys. I just, I don't know. I, I Again, I thought he won the fight, but it wasn't one where I freaked out about because I, I, I just feel it was a little bit too close for comfort. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, Marcos is overrated, though. I mean, we talked about it. Like, he shouldn't have been favored. It was super disrespectful. I know he won, but he should have never been favored to win the fight. That's kind of nuts. <clears throat> Pato, I just want to stick to this card. We only have 15 minutes left, so I'll save the other questions for after, man. Um, Johnny Parsons defeats Danny Roberts. Second round TKO. Great win for Johnny Parsons' debut. I think the stoppage was really good, too, by Jason Herzog. I watched it back, and, man, like, he was completely out of it. Uh, he got dropped a couple times there. Great win for Johnny Parsons, the slugger, not Marcel. Probably it for Danny Roberts. I'd imagine he retires after this one or it gets cut at least. Maybe he'll fight in Cage Warriors again or something. I don't know. But like, I, I don't think he's UFC caliber because his chin is not there anymore, right? That's the problem. Still a very skilled guy, but the chin's gone. Um, yeah. By the way, did you find the scorecard for this fight? Because I didn't see it on UFC News. I looked and I, I wanted to know who won the first round. I, I wasn't sure. I'm going to check it for you when you talk next. Um, sure. No, I didn't. I mean, Danny Roberts... Pretty much like Jai Herbert does everything he didn't have to do in this fight, you know. Don't get in a war with Johnny fucking Parsons, the sluggernaut, you know. This nickname already said it, the sluggernaut. Don't go with him in a slugfest, you know. And he went toe-to-toe with him, got wobbled a couple of times, then looked that he came back, and then 
Johnny finished them. Some people were complaining about uh, how do you say that stoppage two seconds before the fight or around that, but that shouldn't matter. You know, the referee should. It doesn't take, matter at all. The time the, doesn't matter to the referee. No, yeah. the referee shouldn't look at the time. He should look at Never. the fight and when he thinks I have to stop it, I stop it. Even if it's yeah. one second, one minute. And we've seen one, we've fight ten with one second left, right? I mean, Carano against Cyborg is probably. A is good it Paul one. Craig and and what's it called, Michael uh, Ankalaev? Yeah, but that was a submission. So Leon I mean, Edwards and Peter Sabato. That was yeah, last second. Yeah, same exactly. card, which is crazy, but yeah. Uh, Demetrius, so, uh, Demetrius Johnson was last second, but that's a mission, right? But yeah, with your so that, that, that doesn't make sense when it is. You know, I think it was a good stoppage. Good one for Johnny Parsons. I think he called out Paddy Pimblett afterwards for his ridiculous haircut. I thought that was funny because Johnny Parsons has a pretty uh, different haircut himself as well, that mullet. He called uh, out Michael Page, too, actually. He, he said that he was really, like, nervous and didn't know what to say. But, he uh, said that's what he said later in the Yeah, he said it to Stefan to, to Stefan's truth as well that he actually wants Michael Page. So uh yeah. That'd be, I think it'd be a great fight. I think it'd be an awesome fight. I mean, this is a Muay Thai fighter, right? And if you're gonna bring Page in the UFC and sign him to he's gonna get paid a lot of money, obviously. Give him a fight that's you know striker based, right? Don't give him a wrestler. I really hope they don't give him a wrestler. <laughs> um fight talk, by the way. He says hi birthday. Appreciate the the, uh, the artwork as always, my friend. He always does the artwork for us every week. We appreciate that, brother. Uh, Grant's caught mentioned the midnight is bleeding. I, I kind of agree, it is a bad optics for the judges. I again, you know, that it was a that second round was competitive, the third round was was Grant. You know, I, I, my problem is the first round again, like it was close, but I still think a really good judge would get it right. I think they would score it for Grant, you know, personally. Um, anyways, next fight here, uh, get your thoughts on this one. Joel Alvarez defeats uh, Mark Diakiesi, submission. Um, listen, Mark was looking good in this fight, he. Made some really stupid mistake in the second, like near the end of the second round. And I'm like, oh shit. Like, because for his sake, I'm like, oh shit, you know, because I picked Alvarez, right? But I'm like, uh oh, because you leave yourself in that position where you're like, you know, defending the takedown against a guy who has a dart choke. And then obviously there was a clash of heads, right? And the referee, who was the ref, it was Daniel Moyavetti. He, Moyavetti, yeah. Yeah. He's like, hey man, he just clashed my head. And he's like, no, fight, fight, fight. And we saw a replay. What's um, up, brother? Who? What's it that Goddard? It says Daniel Moore had. Oh, then, I, then I'm wrong. On, okay. on UFC stats. That's what it says. Maybe it's wrong, but yeah. Let me see. I'm pretty sure it is. And check the scorecard if you can for that last fight. Yeah, yeah, I will. I will. I will. But yeah, guys, like you all saw the fight. There was it's a clash of heads. Yeah, the fight should have been stopped. Um, two judges gave Roberts one around. Okay, that's kind of what I was thinking. But it was competitive. Anyways, um, Glenn said it there. Thanks, Glenn. Um, yeah, like I think he got screwed. I'll just say that right now. I think that. There's something wrong with the sport. There's something fucking wrong with the sport because it's 2023 and you don't have fucking instant replay. Why? Like, why not? Every other fucking sport is instant replay, including MMA, but not every commission, every country does. Um, there's no reason why there wasn't an instant replay used. They need. I hope this is the fight that like lets like the England commission or whoever. Is it the UFC doing it when they go to England? I don't even know. They might do it themselves. I think it is right because Mark Mark uh, Ratner's there doing the weigh-ins. So I think the UFC has a say in this. This is fucking egregious to me. This 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 is bullshit. Um, DKC should should absolutely appeal this, Marcel. He absolutely needs to appeal this. He was hurt from an, a clash of heads. It was an accidental clash of heads. This wasn't on purpose, but he got hurt from it. And to me, the fight should have been um, stopped, and it should have been a no contest because it was just like remember Kevin Holland and, and Kyle Dawkins, yeah, right, and they went to replay. They need to have replay in every state, every jurisdiction, every country. It's 2023. I, I think it's a fucking shame that this guy lost the fight because it, it was 
you know, through an illegal shot. It was an accident, though. It wasn't. Well, there's was another guy in the, the car that landed an intentional head, but I'll talk about him in a, yeah. in a second. Remember, guys, and I always like to talk about this. There's two. There's two things. There's an accidental clash of heads. That's an accident. That's where both guys are moving in and they hit each other in the head. And then there's a headbutt. A headbutt's an illegal move. That's a foul that should be deducted a point or at least you know given the position change. This case, I think it was a, an accident, but it still happened and led directly to the finish. So I think it should have been a no contest. I hope this guy appeals, and he should get a no contest out of this. But, again, I don't know if they can even appeal. If there's no replay used, I don't know. I'm not sure. It's bullshit, though. What do you think, man? I agree with you. By the way, I sent you the picture of the scorecard that you asked for. Yeah, Glenn already um, said in the chat, you were too slow, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's more time. That's more time. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I mean, I think the Casey did well for, at first, you know, and then uh, Alvarez kind of took over. But the, yeah, that clash of hats had a big impact on the finish, of course, you know. And uh, yeah, I feel, feel bad for Dear Casey, but um, yeah, I was happy that Alvarez got a win finally. But yeah, the way it, the way it went, obviously not the right way. And uh, yeah, I, I'm fully with you, man. Dear Casey should definitely appeal. It won't, it won't do any difference, but uh, he should appeal. I agree with you. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's like. I think it was stupid, man. The referee clearly could see it. He was actually on the right side to see it. So it's weird that he didn't, uh, didn't, uh, how do you say that? What, appeal it? Or no, did, didn't saw it, you know? Yeah, didn't recognize it. Exactly. That's the right word. So um, that was really weird to me. But uh, wasn't the first time that night Mofahadi did something weird. So uh, yeah, I wasn't surprised. Yeah, no, I, I just didn't agree. Let me get some comments here, guys. <clears throat> Got another happy birthday here from your boy. Juan. Thank you, man. Thank you. Um, a couple of comments here. Hard to see in real time. Fair enough, but that's that's why they need replay. Because yeah. it wouldn't see that. Yeah, he's baseball, every sport, guys, every sport, basketball, hockey, football. Football uses a hundred times a game. Um, basketball, hockey, football. Even MMA does. What am I talking about? MMA has replay, <laughs> but it's only in like Vegas. It's stupid. When they need to, yeah, exactly. It's the UFC. It is their fault. It is their fault. Why would they not write into the rules? We shouldn't use instant replay on stuff like this. So I think it's their fault. Oh, yeah, I forgot to talk about this. The Mooney's headbutt and Paul Craig was a foul. And I think the position was given back. But I think, dude, it should just be a point deduction. Fuck this nonsense. Like, seriously, Marcel, I'm so tired of these guys getting away with, with so many illegal moves. It's just a me joke. Too, too. There's another fight. We're going to talk about in a second here that same thing happened. Um, I'm not sure if they did. There's no replay or they didn't review it. No, I, I think there was no replay because they said that the, they're like, oh, the, the refs are looking at it outside the cage, but there's just nothing they could do. And the fact that the commentators don't know either is really concerning to me. Like, no one knows. Like, it's just concerning, guys, honestly. We should all know this. Like, I don't know. I know MMA is like a new sport, but it's still been around for 30 years. And again, there's still replay available in, in other places, right? So, um, yeah. Let's go to the next fight here. Uh, this one's I don't want to talk about this too much. Mick Parkin defeats Jamal Pogues. I thought this fight was not very good. Mick Parkin's a good prospect, but the fight was pretty bad. Jamal Pogues was terrible. Any thoughts? Yeah, man. Jamal Pogues looks like a light heavyweight who's fighting at heavyweight who doesn't want to cut to light heavyweight. It's yeah. like uh, I, I was on the Dutch podcast earlier today, and he's like uh, he's pretty much like me, way out of shape. Um, I mean, look yeah. bad, look crazy really bad. bad. And for Mick Parkin. Yeah, good debut, you know, but let's see him against somebody who is an actual heavyweight and not heavy because he's ha because he doesn't want to cut weight, you know. Um, 
yeah, that's how I pretty much see it. And I'm happy for Parkin, don't get me wrong. It's fun. It's good for him to get his first fight in the UFC, get a win in front of his home crowd. But, uh, yeah, I want to see how he does further in the in this uh, UFC tenure, man. Yeah, the fight the fight was pretty bad. Um, next fight, this was my this was a bad pick by me, let's be honest. But I told you, like, my, my plan was to bet on Barbarina and Craig, and then I hope one of them wins and one of them did win. So, ultimately, like, it worked out. But I, it wasn't my best pick, obviously, Marcel, because this was pretty one-sided, obviously, for, for Macklin Muradov. 13 takedowns, like that's insane. Um, and then two knockdowns too. Barbarina is super tough, obviously. He looked really bad in this fight, Marcel Barbarina. I mean, he looked terrible. I know he's your guy and everything, but he looked he looks awful middleweight. Um, just just looks undersized, looks chubby, just doesn't look like he belongs in this weight class. Uh, the only one thing I wanted to mention was that the headbutt. That's an intentional headbutt. That should be a point deduction. It, at the very least, the the uh, the fight should be stood up. Now, I'm referee was Mark Goddard. I'm shocked Goddard, Goddard didn't do that. Goddard's a good ref. I, we've talked about him in the podcast. He is one of the better refs, I think, for the in most part. Marcel, we all know the rules. We, they're told it a million times in the back. You can all read the rule book online. Everyone knows the rules. And I think when – because if you watch it, man, he went, bang. That's a headbutt, dude. That is a point deduction. That's a damaging shot. It wouldn't have changed the outcome of the fight, but I just feel like that stuff needs to be – Policed better. I was disappointed by Goddard's refereeing in this particular fight. I don't know if you have any thoughts. Yeah, and Muradov knew it. You know, he was immediately, he was like trying to get to look to Brian three times. He was like, yeah, I'm sorry. He knew he was wrong there, you know. And uh, I kind of talked to Brian afterwards. You know, I was like, yeah, of course. I'm like, yeah, sorry you lost, dude. But yeah, he's like, yeah. I was like, I was kind of upset with uh, with the referee by giving Muradov the position back after, after Blatant Headbutt. And he's yeah. like, yeah, man. I was like, why does he get the position back? It's like because Goddard thought it was like unintentional, but it was clearly intentional. Like, there was yeah, an intentional headbutt. Yeah. You can watch it. Was, the re- I mean, it was definitely, but Goddard thought it was unintentional, but it was. Yeah, I don't think know? so. This no, was it a- was definitely intentional. It was hundred percent intentional. I'm glad you agree with me. I, mean, I yeah. just think a headbutt's a it's a dirty move in MMA. I mean, it's not, this yeah. isn't Pride from 2000 where Mark Coleman's headbutting guys like, <laughs> and so, then you can do the head after. Yeah, this was uh, I, I didn't agree with this one. The third time the clash of heads were were not intentional. You know, the third time wasn't intentional. But yeah, yeah. Uh, in the third round, I mean. But um, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, the third round that was a pure accident. They both yeah. They got, but they both got damaged again. Yeah. Dude, trust me. You hit someone with the crown of your head. It hurts. It fucking hurts. Yeah. Doctor, another doctor. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have two doctors there. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, Murdov looked good, and um, you know he's he's definitely a good fighter, no doubt. All right, Kellen Vieira defeats Penny Kanzad. Really shit fight. She won the first two rounds by doing nothing again. Fifteen strikes landed, but ten minutes of control time. Once again, just laying on top of her opponent. She'll never get a title shot fighting this way. Never. Okay, absolutely never. And with Kanzad, I mean, too little, too late, right? She won the third round, but came back way too late. I mean, listen, man, I I, I told you this fight would be close. It was, but. Yeah, I mean, the judges got it right. I just think Caitlin's game is so boring. I don't know. What do you think, man? Yeah, man. Um, that wasn't a sexy scramble by Penny. But, um, yeah, I mean, Caitlin did what she had to do in the first two rounds. And she got the she got the, uh, the decision based on those two. I think the third round, she did well in the beginning. Then she got turned around. And uh, Penny had some damage. And that yeah. uh, gave her the third round. Yeah, it's, it's like... Wasn't the greatest fight, but a clear win for Catlin. You know, um, good for her, but she ain't getting a title fight based on that. You know, definitely no, not. Not and, even uh, close. Nah, not no, even close. It was just was just not a good fight. You know, it was not a fun fight to watch. And no. uh, 
yeah, I mean, well done by Catland. Gotta say it, uh, smart game plan in the first two rounds, but it's not like not a crowd pleaser, you know. Yeah, I just want to just comment on this too. Juan talking about uh, Muradov. It wasn't intentional. It was clear winning. Why would you do that, dude? I mean, we've seen guys do that. Look at Michelle Pereira against uh, Diego Sanchez. He was winning the fight, and he need him in the head. You know, it happens. You just gotta be in control of your weapons, including your head. Again, it didn't it didn't change the outcome of the fight, so it's not like it. You know, it, no, it's not like a not. headbutt left led to like a finish. But that's why I'm more pissed. Honestly, I'm way more pissed about the DKAC one. Marcel, because I is, yeah, that actually and and influenced the, yeah. the finish, right? Exactly. Yeah. Prior to being Fully knocked wins. out, told Don, I thought Kel was a future title contender. She's a good. She has eight wins in the UFC or seven or seven or by decision. We weakest bandweight. Uh, yeah, yeah. Pena, I I don't like her, but at least she kind of talks some shit. I think Buena Silva is interesting because she's she's good, you know. Um, did, did you saw the graphic for Buena Silva? Oh, with the with the arms? Wow, that's sick, man. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that before. You know, she's uh, yeah. she's funny, dude. I like her. All right, a couple more fights here. Chris Duncan defeats Yanel Ashmoos. Yanel is a fucking tough dude, man, because yeah, he, he broke is. his arm with that that kick in the first round and toughed it up for three rounds. Took a lot of damage in the fight. The fight was, you know, pretty one-sided, I would say, for the most part. Duncan is 2-0 down in the UFC. I don't think he's great, man, but, like, he's, he's, he's well-rounded. You know, I'll give him that, right? Um, yeah, he clearly won the fight. Right, so anything else yeah, to say good, about this one? <laughs> yeah, good pick by you, man. You were on Duncan. The, yeah, uh, I wasn't. Um, but yeah, Ashmus was like uh, compromised after one round. But I, I'm not going to use that as a, as an excuse. I I think Duncan looked good. You know, uh, really pushed the pace. Could push the pace. Obviously, it was a one arm fighter he was fighting against, but still, he looked good in the first round before that happened as well. Yeah. So all credits to Chris Duncan. I'm happy for yeah, him, yeah. Uh, and and I feel like he's like improving every time we see him in the cage. So yeah, uh, yeah good for him, man. And he's oh. he's a he's a good dude as well. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but like I got this this comic. Something just came to my head. He said Derek Lewis and Joe Rogan experience kicking him doing the balls have time to rest. This happens sometimes, and it actually happened on this card, and I forgot about it. It happened in the Marcos and Grant fight. Yeah. This happened in the market because Grant had a lot of momentum, Marcel, and that groin kick stopped the fight for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. And when they came back, Marcos had tons of energy, and, and I think he won back the round. So yeah. he cheated, but it won him the fight. It's crazy, right? Isn't it crazy, yeah. man? Yeah, it like, is. And I, I, you see it more often, you know? And it's like the first foul normally, the referees don't give a point deduction for it. So you can come away with it, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Looks like Joel's going to win anyways, probably. But I think the fight would have been tied, right? After, didn't Mark win the first round? I think he did, right? Do you see? I think, I think yeah, he, I think I think he did. Not sure. Yeah, it would have been one one probably. Yeah, I like Myra Bueno Silva too. She's fucking jokes, dude. Um, Bruno Brazil went over Sean Bannon. Fight sucked. I was totally wrong with Bannon. Not UFC ready at all. Bad pick by me here. Uh, the experience obviously Brazil played the factor. I think uh, Bannon looked really bad. Conor McGregor's on Twitter saying she won twenty nine twenty eight. Come on. Um, I thought she lost every round. I mean, I'm really surprised who judges found her round for, including Mike Bell, who we love. On the podcast here, one of the best judges, probably the best. I don't understand how he even gave her the round. Um, but yeah, he gave her the second, he, I think, right? It just wasn't but a good fight. I mean, yeah. the third was possible, in my opinion, but the second was bad, you know? Yeah, I, the fight was terrible, Marcel, right? Yeah. Wasn't it bad? Yeah, it was bad because, listen, man, uh, one girl got a lot of hype with her, the Shauna Bannon girl, but she just didn't perform at all. And Brazil was pretty much picking her shots and she did pretty well you know and i think brazil was really like uh banking on getting that first win in the ufc after getting destroyed by denise gomez last time out you know so uh i was happy for brazil that she got that win uh, a, a, a win for brazil for brazil <laughs> so uh yeah good for her 
Absolutely. And there's uh, a couple of comments here about cheating and stuff. I agree with what you guys are saying. Tactical cheating is a good strategy. I mean, if they're not going to, if they're not going to penalize you, why not? Right? Like Mike Hack always says it. If you can't cheat, fucking cheat. If, yeah, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Right? Exactly. Yeah. That famous quote. Yeah. The spinning low piece. That's again, that is a foul, but the, we've seen it happen. Sometimes they don't call it like a foul, right? They're just going to let the guy put his low piece back in. Last fight here, the first fight in the card, one of the best fights in the card. It's a kind of a shame this guy didn't get a bonus because I thought it was a great fight. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jafel Fio submits Daniel Barras after they both went toe to toe for like the first three minutes, just slugging bombs. Fio got dropped. These body punches were just absolutely brutal by Barras. But again, you know, Fio, great ground game, Marcel. We saw him. He almost submitted Mohamed Makayev. Now he goes in there and submits Barras. And it's not really a surprise to me. That's That was my pick in the survivor pool, Marcel. So I moved on to this week. Um, I like Fio. What do you think about him, man? I think you look really good, man. Um, I, I picked him as well. Yeah. But, man, I got to say, Danny Barras looked good in the beginning, dude. Uh, like really, two minutes, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but still, he looked good in the beginning. You know, and the, the fight was barely two. Now, I think Bruce said one minute, 14 seconds, and then it, they re- it was three minutes something. 326, right? 326, yeah. yeah. But he said one minute something. I was like, this was longer than a minute, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, fun fight. First fight of the night, 125. Uh, yeah, good comeback for Filio as far as you can call it a comeback after two minutes. But, uh, yeah, well done by him, you know. And uh, he said, uh, Stefan Struve interviewed him as well. He's like uh, England be- of London becoming like my second home. And, uh, yeah, good for him. You know, happy for him after uh, not uh, after getting finished by Mokayev, almost finishing Mokayev, uh, now getting the win in London. Good for him. Um, he's a talented guy, man. i like to see more of him. But so I think Barras is also a fun fighter. So, yeah. Your overall thoughts on the card, like out of 10, what was your overall rating? Uh, I go a seven. I think a good seven. I I, I, I never go like extremely high unless it's like a, a nuts card, you know? Like 290, 290 if you Yeah, know. that was a nuts card. You know, that was like the biggest card of the year. Uh, and, and delivered, it, right? It fucking delivered, you know? Yeah. Um, I, 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 would, got, I, I think I'd go between a six and a seven for this one, guys, to be yeah. honest with you. Like, I was really hyped for this card, to be honest. I was very hyped. I actually convinced our boy Paul Torkington. I don't know if he's in the chat right now, but I convinced him to go, and he went. And I think overall it was a decent card, but I just feel like there was a lot of bad fights too, you know, on the prelims. And that ZM and Herbert fight was a real fucking snoozer. But you had some great fights like Craig, the main event, you know, the Wood and Feely, Parsons, Roberts. So I, I guess, yeah, I mean, seven's fair. Six and a half for me. Like, I think the, the, the highlights were really good, but there were some lowlights on this card too, you know? It wasn't... It wasn't uh, the most like well-rounded card, I guess you could say. There were some like really high points and some really like low points in my opinion. Like there were some fights that I would never watch again. You know, there's like there's probably like five or six fights in this card. Myself, like I would never watch the Parkin Pogues fight, Vieira Kanza, Duncan Ash. Uh, Duncan Ash was okay, I guess. Brazil Bannon, I wouldn't watch again. I wouldn't watch Zim Herbert. Um, Park. Uh, yeah, I mean, even well, Miradov fight was okay, I guess. But like the point is, like I don't usually say that. Usually, like there's maybe one or two fights. I know there's 15, so that plays a factor, but overall, like a decent card, but not. I don't think it was great. And you know, you, you also saw the fans; they didn't turn out as much as that one uh, last year. So they they expect uh, you know some bigger names next time. Uh, we'll see what they do. I heard Manchester. I think that's what they were saying um, for the next England card. So that'd be interesting. Uh, got another happy birthday here, Marcel. There you go. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Nearly 3,000 empty seats. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, I mean they 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 priced them pretty high. I want to get this. I knew this question was coming, Marcus. By the way, I was about to answer, and then I see it in the chat here. Whose stock dropped the most? Molly. I mean, it's not even. Yeah, it's honestly, Marcus. You can answer that yourself. I would say McCann, but other than other than her, I mean, I would 
probably go with Muniz, right? Would you go with Muniz? Muniz, I think Muniz stock was already dropped, and if it wasn't dropped, it dropped now. Uh, the thing is, Molly, Molly never had really stock, in my opinion, but yeah. for a lot of people, she had, so her, her right. stock dropped. Tibura was never supposed to win against yeah. Aspinall, but, so that's not one. Um, what about Pokes? She, he was a favorite and looked like shit. What about him? Yeah, I never was really high on Pokes, you know? And I, I think it's really personal who you think we are high on and we are sure, not high sure. on you know i think for me coolie bow's stock dropped a lot as well yeah, you know he didn't look good in the so, fight at all no he didn't look yeah. good even but, jai uh, didn't look good but i didn't i didn't expect much either right so i think the answer exactly. is obvious, the obvious answer is mccann and yeah. probably Muniz, but I, there's a few other people you could you can go with um but there's a lot of fighters the stock went up too actually i also feel like daniel marcos's stock went, stock went down a bit he was favored to beat david grant in england and he didn't deserve to win the fight so i think his stock went down a bit colby and leon would have been perfect yeah that would have been great but you know, Leon didn't want to fight in England for some reason. I don't know why. It was kind of weird. They you know, didn't give him, they didn't give him the money he wanted. You know, that's he, what it is. He, yeah, he, yeah. He think Colby didn't deserve to fight him. You know, so he said, if you want to, if you want to have, have me fight him in July already, fucking give me the paycheck I want. And the UFC was like, yeah, then we make it a fight night, and we go to. They, they had a deal with Salt Lake City, and then well, fuck, we're gonna do a pay per view at Salt Lake City. You know, yeah, now yeah, yeah. He, they're gonna do that yearly now. So. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. And now they're probably going to book it for New York, I, I guess, co-main event after Joe's Miosic. And that makes sense. You know, that's a fun fight. I think that that card is going to be sick as well in New York, man, from, from certain things I'm hearing. So, yeah, looking forward to it. I think there are going to be a lot of fun fights coming up, man. And I'm looking forward to it. And so many things we can see next. So, uh, yeah. Couple other comments. We're gonna get out of here because we're gonna start the next podcast, guys. I just want to get these last couple comments. Pato always asks us a lot of questions. I would respect I'll answer them. Yeah, no uh, any update in the lazy king? I don't know. Uh, I mean, Buckley yeah. wants that fight, right? So he's he's a great fighter, man. And you you should really give him a chance at in France. I mean, they they signed Yannis Jamuri uh to yes. fight Colin Lofren in France in France, and he's also a French. Uh, he's a French Alger Algerian, I think. Why not fight giving uh, Abdul Abdurragimov his chance? They'll, they'll so give many, him a fight. They'll sign him. They'll he fight. has so many fans, dude, and he's a solid dude. Give it could be a money thing. He, maybe he wants more than. Well, are they, are they offering him twelve and twelve? He won't take twelve and twelve, right? I would. I don't know. Maybe, what's uh, he going to get? Twenty and twenty? Is he even going to take that? Maybe he wants fifty and fifty. I don't know. I'd imagine it's a money thing at this point. Because I think he just wants to be in the UFC, man. That's well. Then he's going to have to take ten and ten or twelve yeah. and twelve. Then probably you, yeah. you know UFC, you fight cheap, right? Do you think he makes more at Aris? I don't know what he makes there. I have yeah, no I don't, idea. I don't either. I have no clue. I don't know about sponsorships there either. I, I really have no clue. I, I don't know. Um, same with Gamera, why they keep him on the sidelines. I don't know what's going on with him. He 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 beats uh, Turner, right, in his last fight, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, yeah, yeah. By, by split. Um, Muniz went from beating Hall, getting top 10, getting finished twice in a row. Yeah, he's he, he again, he's a front runner. And to be honest, that Hall fight was not very impressive. Like, no, it, it wasn't. wasn't. Exactly. That's where I was kind of like, hmm, maybe this guy's not as good as I thought at first. Any news on 293 goes on sale in, in 24 hours. I mean, I'm imag I'd imagine they're going to announce Adesanya versus Strickland tomorrow, right, or whatever. So. Maybe even tonight. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, oh, so you have some inside information. There you go. No, man. no, no, no. no. Oh. I, I, I don't have. <laughs> that, that, Lies. No, Lies. no, not nice at all. But that's what they're that's what they're probably working on, Adesanya against Strickland, because Strickland can do it. And the thing is, the USC just fucked up here. You know, yeah. they made that. The fight so close to the game. Yeah. <sighs> Stupid. Anyways, whatever. I agree with you. Um. That's why the podcast is my favorite breakdown of fights to answer questions. Of course, man. We, and we don't charge you five bucks to answer the questions on like uh, certain, <laughs> certain podcasts, which is yeah. insane to me. Like, we're all the same level. We're all fans of the sport. People that charge you money for questions. You that's that's also that's also the thing on Twitter, man. You have these 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 like these big shots 
subscribe don't, or whatever. Yeah, that, don't just that, but just don't answering questions. Just general legit They're questions. They're so cocky, dude. Yeah. It's insane. It's I, insane. I always listen. If I don't answer your question, there are two two reasons why not. One, I didn't see it, or two. I don't know the answer on it. And I hate to yeah. say to everybody, I don't know. Sorry, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know. I, get it. I, I get sound like an idiot. You know what I mean? You're so, not imagine you charge them for five bucks to answer your question. I like, would never. Everybody to me is equal. So if you ask me a question, you get the answer back if I can answer your question. That's why we love Marcel, the birthday boy here. Just a couple of comments we'll get out but of here. But for example, something. one oh, more thing. Yeah, yeah, I got a lot of birthday wishes on Twitter. I just like them because if I kind of comment on it, I know, all I, I feed is full. I, I don't want to do that. But uh, I, I appreciate everybody, guys. Thank you so much. Crowd seemed dead a little bit. Yeah, I mean, they didn't sell it out, right? Boring five believe UFC didn't give me an even rank. Probably. Anyways, I think that's good for this card. So we, we just finished the uh, UFC London recap, guys. And hope you enjoyed it. Now we're going to get to UFC 291. I can't wait to talk about this card. This card is fucking awesome. I know we lost a few fights the last few weeks, but it's still a really good card with 12 fights. So I'm just finishing up here, Marcel. Um, also, I, just what what is this fight talk only? What what the heck is this? This I've seen you tweet about it, and I... I have no idea what it means, to be honest with you. Um, I don't know. Well, yeah, I like Makano's Twitter, um, YouTube. I think he's doing a good job. I didn't agree with him saying, the, you know, Gaethje and Poirier, uh, the loser's going to retire. Maybe he has inside information from ATT about Poirier, possibly. I, I don't think the loser retire. I think, if anything, Poirier's going to move up and wait if he lost. You know, he might even move up if he wins. Like, he could still fight Colby or something, you know, at, at 170. They've talked about that fight a long time. Um, but, yeah, and Makano's an awesome dude, I think, from what I've seen. And, uh, you know, I follow him as well. Yeah, get him back in the cage. You know, he's he's a fun guy. But yeah, it's nice to see like some of these um, fighters doing YouTube like fun, in a fun way, like Sodik, Hanato. That's um, Sodik, yeah. Right? It's good. Anyways, uh, all right, let's end this podcast. A professional breakdown. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Good. Let's end this podcast, guys. Uh, we're gonna uh, I'm gonna start a new one here. I'll tweet it on in a second. We're gonna br- uh, break down UFC 291. Just yeah. Bear with us in a moment, guys, and we'll talk to you in a minute. See you soon. Peace.